Welcome to the Arthroscopy Association's Arthroscopy Journal podcast. The views expressed in this podcast do not necessarily represent the views of the Arthroscopy Association or the Arthroscopy Journal. Welcome, everybody. I'm Dr. Andrew Sheehan from the San Antonio Military Medical Center. Today, I'm excited to be talking with Dr. Thomas Pfeiffer, who is the lead author on the paper entitled, The Use of Fluoroscopy Leads to Improved Identification of the Femoral Lateral Collateral Ligament Origin Site When Compared with Traditional Tactile Techniques. This paper was published in the August edition of the Arthroscopy Journal. And by way of introduction, Dr. Pfeiffer is at the Department of Orthopedic Surgery at Vinton Herdaki University. Thomas and I originally met each other last year while working together in the Orthopedic Robotic Laboratory at the University of Pittsburgh. Welcome, Thomas. Thanks for joining me, and thanks for staying up to talk to me. I understand you guys are a few hours ahead of us there in Cologne. Thank you very much, Andy, for having me. Let's get started. So. Broadly speaking, what was the impetus behind your group undertaking this study? What was it about the literature, or should I say what was lacking in the literature, that got you guys thinking about analyzing the utility of fluoroscopy in this circumstance? Yeah, in daily clinical practice, we frequently noticed that we were struggling to identify the origin of the lateral collateral ligament of the knee when reconstructing the lateral corner. Um, especially in acute cases with swollen soft tissue or in revision cases uh, when we address chronic instability with minimally invasive techniques. At the same time, we know from biomechanical research that the few millimeters can make huge difference in terms of isometric graft placement. So we were aware of this problem. We learned from the MPFL reconstruction that fluoroscopy can help enormously to place the femoral tunnel within the area of its origin. We already performed there a study. So that was when we decided to dig deeper into this topic. We reviewed the literature and found two radiographic descriptions, one by Dr. Laprat's team. Um, they comprehensively described the posterolateral attachment of the knee. And later, a research group from North Carolina, um, they described the clinically most feasible way to identify the LCL on the lateral radiograph. They found the LCL origin approximately 58% of Bloomberg's line from anterior to posterior and 2.3 millimeters distal. So we decided to use this technique and designed our cadaveric study comparing the palpatory identification of the LCL and the LCL identification of using fluoroscopy. So can you summarize for our listeners what your key findings were? The key finding was that fluoroscopy identification was, uh, of the LCL origin was superior to palpatory identification in terms of accuracy. Um, we had two examiners palpating the posterolateral aspect of the knee through a two millimeter skin incision, um, so simulating a minimally invasive method. And then they had to mark what they assumed to be the LCL origin. Subsequently, the LCL origin was determined fluoroscopically using the method that I mentioned earlier. So just by using a C-arm, no tool, tools were logged um, like rulers or anything else. And afterwards, we dissected the specimen. We then measured how far we were off from the anatomic LCL in, in origin. Um, using palpation, palpation, we were off on average five, five millimeters from the anatomic LCL origin. And when we used the fluoro, it was just about three millimeters. Additionally, we confirmed um, this method. Um, we were just slightly more distal than the initial description. So how would you respond to the people that read your paper and argue that the palpation method on average was only about 
two millimeters off in localizing the femoral origin of the LCL when compared to the fluoroscopy method. Yeah, but we saw that the standard deviation um, was um, in the palpation group almost three times higher um, to compare to the fluoroscopy group. So this shows that there was a high grade of variability of the identification of the insertion by palpation. And further, um, the fluoroscopic technique was able to be significantly more often um, in an isometric area around the LCL insertion. I see. And that's where I think that your data pertaining to this critical five millimeter radius of proximity to the femoral LCL origin is so important. Uh, after all, um, didn't you guys observe that the palpate with the palpation technique alone, six out of the 13 localizations fell outside of this five millimeter radius? Absolutely. And in contrast, this technique fell uh, just one time out of this critical area. With fluoro, we were even 11 of 13 times into an area of three millimeters, even more accurate, compared to just three times with the palpation group. Interesting. And I probably should have asked you this earlier, but can you tell me why it was five millimeters that you guys picked in terms of defining this quote-unquote critical radius? Yeah, this, this was based on a prior study performed by Sigurd et al. Um, they just um, measured um, that there is a five millimeter radius around, around the LCL insertion where the graft um, just increases length by two millimeters, which seems to be an acceptable range for posterolateral coronary construction. I see. So really what it, what it comes down to is using fluoroscopy. It seems like you guys, to borrow a, an expression from basketball, are less likely to shoot air balls with the fluoroscopy as opposed to the direct palpation method. Correct. And we observed that with the palpation method, we were um, close um, and in some part, but in some, we were far off. We throw real air walls. Got it. And, and what would you say that it, to the folks that in spite of your results, toss their hands up in the air and say, so what? We're talking about, you know, two millimeters. Why are your results so important to the surgeon reconstructing the posterolateral corner of the knee? And we, so we have a bunch of reasons. Um, first, we observe that injury to the lateral aspects of the knee are increasingly recognized and um, increasingly addressed. Even with slight um, instability, um, people performing posterolateral coronary construction. So we need to be more accurate when we perform this kind of surgery when we do it in very small in small instability cases. And you have to very, be very uh, careful because the lateral epicondyle isn't the LCL origin. It is slightly posterior and distal to the epicondyle. And this makes the palpation even more challenging. Um, second, um, we already mentioned that graft placement is key to successful outcome because anisometric graft placement can to lead to overconstraint, can lead to loss of range of motion or to persistent instability. And as I mentioned from the biomechanical research, this five millimeter area is very critical. So we think that LCL reconstruction can be successfully performed without using fluoroscopy. But this requires having a high degree of clinical experience and routine or performing open posterolateral coronary construction. Even then, radiographic backup might be useful. Uh, when we 
when using minimally invasive techniques um, and being a starter um, posterolateral reconstruction and using fluoroscopy is key to success in our hands. Yeah, I agree based upon your results. Um, are you able to make any generalizations regarding the common error um, that a surgeon would tend to make if using palpation alone? For example, if you're only palpating the bone, you're more likely to be distal and anterior or proximal and posterior to the actual femoral origin of the LCL? Yeah, we observed a trend in our study. Um, palpation was oftentimes too anterior and proximal compared to the anatomic LCL origin. Um, we had uh, the hypothesis that the examiners might have been misguided by the lateral epicondyle. I see. And from a more broad perspective, have these results changed your practice? Are you guys there in Cologne routinely using intraoperative fluoroscopy to localize the femoral origin of the LCL? Oh, yeah. Um, we use it in every case. Um, every case of posterolateral corner reconstruction, every case of MPFL reconstruction, anatomic MCL reconstruction, PCL reconstruction, and even in revision ACL cases, we use fluoroscopy. Fluoroscopy offers a great support in our hands. It is time-saving because you don't search anatomic landmarks just by hand, and it is increasing the security of identifying anatomic landmarks. We believe that restoring anatomy is key for a long-term successful outcome in knee surgery, and fluoroscopy can be a helpful tool to achieve this. I feel like I've heard that before, restore the anatomy, and everything will take care of itself, right? Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you very much, Thomas. Like I said, I appreciate you staying up um, and talking to me from the other side of the world. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I also want to thank um, all the co-authors um, over there in Pittsburgh and here in Cologne. Um, I think we, we added um, a small but kind of important part to the literature. I agree. Well, that'll do it for this conversation with Dr. Pfeiffer. His article, The Use of Fluoroscopy Leads to Improved Identification, excuse me, the femoral lateral collateral ligament origin site when compared with traditional tactile techniques was published in the August edition of Arthroscopy Journal 2018 and can be accessed online at www.arthroscopyjournal.org. Thank you all for joining us.